woman. Get the fuck out New York, you ain't welcomed anymore. Get the fuck out New York, we ain't feeling you no more. Back the fuck up, move the fuck back. 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 Move. Can't you see the baddies coming through? Baddies coming through, make these facts a fool. I guess that's what the fatty do. And I'm ready for whatever, I don't gotta pick and choose. Shut the fuck up, cause you know you ain't like that. That the slap you in your face and you ain't fight back. You the be or she please don't push me scary ass. You the itchy, itchy little shrimpy, hairy ass. All my life I never seen it come from me. But a few times I made a couple run from me. I'll take the biggest in your crew and make them hunt for me. These lunch to me, they can't smoke the blunt with me. Where the hood that that be trapping on the block? Where my stop that that's gonna make the pop? Don't come to Bronx with that cause we ain't yo. Don't come to Brooklyn with that cause we ain't yo. Don't come to Queens with that cause we ain't with that. Go to PA with that. I ain't got time for that lovey-dovey All that heartwarming, how you feeling? Give me huggy I don't wanna smile, I wanna cry I don't wanna see him live, I wanna see that new guy I'm trying to make a new pop lock Make a new top drop Gonna feel this from BS to far rock It's getting hard for me This is thinking They said they better than me These must be dreaming Back the fuck up Move the fuck back Back the fuck up Move the fuck back Back the fuck up Move the fuck back, back the fuck up, move the fuck back, move. Can't you see a baddie coming through? Move. Can't you hear the baddies coming through? DMX, where's my dog? You know what it is, you know what it is, back the F up and make way, make way, DJ Sincere, Dirty Basement Radio, we in the building right now in full effect to bring you another fantastic show, this is New York, I big shout out to Scarlip for that banger, I dropped a couple of months ago, you already know, I see what's going on with Scarlip, I see what's going on with uh, that young lady in 2024, see if she's going to drop some more heat, I was good, good, we right now in the building, like I said, for another great, great show. Got another uh, here with us, all right? Expecting author uh, Peter Spryer, all right? The author of uh, the documentary, book and documentary, Rhyme and Reason, all right? Uh, dropped in 97. So it's, uh, uh, I think it's past that 25-year past that 25, 25 mark, in the corner on 30 years since its original uh, release. All right, so we're going to be talking to him about... Uh, you know some uh, hip hop things and backgrounds and and you know his uh, uh, history in the in, in the business and you know what he's into these days and all manner of such things and you know we have the hottest music anywhere for you. All right, I'm the independent artist, best friend here to do it like no other can. All right, big shout out to my dude, Mr. Roy. Big shout out to the priest, Alika. All right, big shout out to Remedy Cold Sweat. All right, hopefully I'll be able to catch up with them. They'll be in the building. A bit uh, later on today. Big shout out to my dude Jazzo. He popped up the other day. Uh, big shout out to DJ Itchy Pomona. All right, uh, he's been rocking out with us for the past couple of months here on Dirty Basement Radio, bringing you that that retro future radio show that airs on Sundays here. So uh, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. All right, and some more uh, programming. You know, we were in the building the other day, this past Thursday, for a special edition of Dirty Basement Radio. All right, we had uh, our brother Hoffa. From Killer Army was in the building. All right, uh, talking about some things that he's getting into for 2024, and also uh, dropping off 
some uh, new music. I definitely had some uh, a new heat for us, so make sure you go back and check out that episode. All right, that aired this uh, past 30, Thursday. You can definitely catch that in the archives of Dirty Basement Radio. Excuse me. Telephone lines are open, 563-999-3050. All right, big shout out. Big shout out to my dude, Mr. Rossi. Him just uh, popped up in the building. All right, uh, getting settled in for another great, great show. We'll get him mic'd up in just a minute. All right, in the meantime, let's jump into that brand new Hoffa. Not even out. I'm the king of those guys that you will hear literally no place else. All right, all right. So let's get into it. That brand new Hoffa. This is L.C. Duncan, another DJ Sincere Dirty, Dirty Basement Radio Show. Let me get it right early. Dirty Basement Radio Show exclusive. You know what it is. I'm a thug. I'm from outer space. I'll be whipping up the work. I'll be running in your place. I'm a thug. I'm from outer space. I'll be whipping up the work. I'll be running in your place. Play stupid, catch a effing in the face. <laughs> Really a raw renegade running like Rich Porter In that order the flow came across the border Ochoa with the pen I let the work in One week before the first we don't say shit Take flight I rapped on Long Kiss Goodnight Before Biggie you dig me this real history Convincingly I'm way ahead I'm smoking man My old head he old school like Teddy Ted but he keep a tray pound by the rocking chair When I say I'm everywhere and you ain't never there Do you not listen? Is your hearing impaired? Is it not clear that I'm with the game fear? This a verse from Big L, in his latter years That that of there, Beanie Siegel feel it in the air Theme song in the trap, that's word to this Mac This Rich Wally strap, real gangsta artifact Black, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah We turn a mansion to a panel, 20 stones in the bed Second floor full of bricks, me and my niggas talking bricks Got a basement full of crates, all arm and hammer Told us when the full of handy, tell them bitches come on over Turn a mansion to a panel, 20 stones in the fit Second floor full of bricks, me and my niggas talking rich Got a basement full of crates, all arm and hammer Told us when the soul full of handy, tell them bitches come on over Yeah, yeah, uh Keyway with the G say, y'all so base Buy our hairs when we eat, embrace God's grace Face to face with my future, my brother's ruder No safety, wise to us, our first safety I'm staring at it like Nino with the Jeep with money Seen the game turn the homies good, bad, and ugly Could've went to college and been a scholar But I ate from the tree, had a taste for dirty dollars Scully wrote like Marvin, made me wanna holler Bag life in this bitch and let the max Gotta watch what you say, they are not playing The whole vibe of this shit feel like a night in Vegas Top dropped under city lights Only 32 bars gave the track life Time and energy behind it, that's the sacrifice And you visit like me, dog, you dumb nice Show you right, yeah, yeah, uh yeah, we turn a mansion to a panel, 20 stones in his bed Second floor full of bricks, me and my niggas talking rich Got a basement full of crates, all arm and hammer Told us when the soul full of handy, tell them bitches come on over We turn a mansion to a panel, 20 stones in his bed Second floor full of bricks, me and my niggas talking rich Got a basement full of crates, all arm and hammer Told us when the soul full of handy, tell them bitches come on over You already know, feeling make trussle all muscle like a python, thousand acre gang, money bag them all, brick the yard, nigga. Free my nigga V12 rail, that's it, that's all. Yeah. 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 Whole lot of that dope avenue shit too, nigga. Talk to me, I talk back. 
Yeah, yeah, brand new music coming from my brother Hopper on that joint, that LC Duncan. You know, we bring the newest, bring you the newest music first. More new music than anybody else before everybody else got some more heat, some more heat. We just getting it started. It's not even hot, hot yet. We just getting it warm. It's just a little warm to the touch. But it's about to get it heated up real, real quick. All right, so stay away from the hot stove. All right, just, just close enough to feel the heat, but not close enough to get burned. More new fire coming for you right now. New music coming from your boy Jim Jones. Yeah, Hall of on the ride, on the ride. A lot of history in the business. Uh, new music coming from him alongside the Dice Peso and, and Teen Streets. Uh, that's the name of the other artists on the track with him. I'm digging this joint right here. Jim Jones, you know, he had a couple of bars on this. He had a little bit of style on this. I'm kind of rocking with this. Uh, get your money up. This is Wheel of Fortune. Wow, we got another one. I'm a nigga your bitch be talking about. Niggas be stalking niggas on the grand. That shit ain't cute. That season, right? Uh, that's right. Yeah, you getting money, second bread, nigga, me too. That's right. Uh, I bet some money on your head and make them breathe through. You know that? Uh, you should do it by yourself, then they need you. Oh, now you wanna call that? Might have an AK in my coat if I got my mink on Nigga don't think wrong, I be running with the really right side Play with us today, I guarantee you get killed tonight Daddy, young boys, they ain't no hood, they still dealing white It's 5k a killed in the field, that's still a drilling price 10k, that'll get your ass in broad day 20k, they pop up in the night, where your broad Don't you live right here? Well, it's all cause and effect uh-huh. He was playing foul, so that had caused him attack I got a half a mil now, I put another hundred more on my neck Niggas know the drill, I still go to war for the set, nigga 140, a letter, 40, no sweat And I swear my wrist almost drowned And I brought the Rolex, I just be stepping on shit And put it in the pot, I bring back an extra and shit, nigga You getting money, second bed, nigga, me too That's right, uh, I bet some money on your head and make them bring through You know that, uh, uh You try to do it by yourself, then they need you Or now you wanna call that Ride on them, yeah. It's electric how we slide on them. Take his jewelry off his neck if it shines on him. It's still matic on my waist, I got the nines on him. Uh, she go crazy when I'm out on it. I got the ghosts in the garage, they think the house on it. Knew I was gonna win, they put the house on it. Louis belt with the matching Louis couch on it. First these lames talk, then they need you. Turn a couple niggas to rats, that's what the cheese do. Block 40 with the extended clip and it's see-through. Make a movie out you, this the preview. <laughs> they want war, then we giving them that. Hitting his back, now we on the citizen now. If you know a nigga telling, why you giving them that? Finish again, we ain't finished with that. Blah. You getting money, second bread, nigga, me too. That's right.
you know what it is. If you don't know, you're going to learn today. The best in the business is sitting up in the big chair, live from New York City, applying, applying, heavy, heavy pressure as always. Do yourself a favor. Accept no imitations. All my raw depot for me to put a hole in them. So no weapon against me shall prosper. You know I took an oath to the street. My mama said, say a prayer for your enemies. I be like that. Cause when the devil pull up, he don't ask no questions. Bust that. Yeah, I'ma keep it a buck. None of you with us. Ain't the frillin'. Had it first started from scratch. I'm moving at a different speed. I'm one you hardly can touch. I'm really gully out here. My respect is a must. These is watching your plays while plotting your grades. They study the fine tune and falsely jocking your ways. I keep a on my hip if you start crowding my space. Start picking off until you all of your race. I'm from the West Coast habitat, born with gorillas. With the war with the sharks, who still tall with the killers. I'm strategic in the streets. I went up you till it's six feet under. It's yeah. On my raw depot For me to put a hole in them So no weapon against me shall prosper You know I took the oath to the street My mama said, say a prayer for your enemies I be like, that Cause when the devil pull up, he don't ask no questions Bust that Whoa. Hey, I don't really f*** with him anyway nah. Do magic, I ain't talking with pin players. Yeah. Rap, goofy, hit they with the mini. Eat you like MDJ on Renegade. <laughs> I brought my street fam in the game like Fab did. Take that like a P. Diddy ad lib. I'm really with the business, fly cripping the fact is. Mike Jones, they want me now, but then put me back then. Now I got the paper up. Can't bang with us. Jada Pickett, Al Cena, gonna get tangled up. How you running through the hood like Smokey off the. Your main wanna pick, don't trip, I'm just famous cause. On my raw depot, for me to put a hole in them So no weapon against me shall prosper You know I took an oath to the street My mama said, say a prayer for your enemies I be like, that Cause when the devil pull up, he don't ask no questions Bust that The algorithm up. Watch what you saying, only socials get you f***ed up Call all the pull up on you like, what's up? Now you gotta stand on everything that you was typing, my n- I hope you luck up It ain't fair, I hear these streets brutal Killer be killed, who living in fear? Gruesome, sitting on my whip like a slave owner All I need is a big watch, put some flavor flav on it I'm black with a little piece of gold like a stiller Be careful with your rollie on Bound to steal it, scope you trying to kill you. EDD, PPP gone. Better stay close to your. I know it's material, but your respect is like your livelihood. Take that, I guess you read. Every Friday, like Debo on your head. On my mama and my grandmama, Sunday church bed. On my raw depot, for me to put a hole in them. So no weapon against me shall prosper. You know I took an oath to the street. My mama said, say a prayer for your enemies. I be like, that. Cause when the devil pull up, he don't ask no questions. Bust that. Yeah. You ain't know what it is, buddy. So 
turning up the heat on you right now to the basement radio once again the independent artist's best friend i uh, giving you all that heat from the independent and the not so independent artists that are in this business putting out a lot a lot of fire uh, we're going to keep it going right now uh, then we're going to tap it with mr raw i uh, i think uh, after this i uh, i started blazing this one just a couple of weeks ago brand new music coming from benny the butcher alongside of steve god cooks i told you this stove is hot over here watch your fingers all right this put in yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shout out to that 347 just came in the building. I see you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you know they got to move out the way when the real niggas come through. I don't care about none of that. They got to salute this shit. Yo, everybody can't go and you probably won't make it. I whipped that powder the glaciers and found the oasis. My history of street dealer narcotics on paper. This work I'm cutting more times than Kyrie been traded. Yeah, I was one foot out the game after that freestyle with flex. I was one foot in the door at Jay-Z house for West. Now you see how I clean house and see wild success. A rapper never reached out, they either see now or death. I'm getting big in the paint, I'm all rebounds and texts. Put rapper heads on walls like TV mounts for checks. You beat out the best, and then you weed out the rest. Comfortable at home, wherever I put my feet down at next, yeah. And this one for the hustlers who I was handing out to. Now look at God, I wrote this verse in my Grammy outfit. I was running routes, resort back to your instincts when one in doubt was up a plug with one foot in and one foot out. I had one foot in the game, playing hopscotch with Kane. Truth story based on actual events, and this really happened. I had one foot out the door, my whole team was selling dog. I was rapping still, straddling the fence. I had one foot in and one foot out, one foot in and one foot out, one foot in, and ain't nobody know. I kept it low though. I had one foot in and one foot out, one foot in and one foot out. You really can't do both because you a blow. Gotta watch that. The price going up, better believe it, he said. Cocaine water waves still splash till we see six. See six to see eleven. These bricks, I'm a legend. Whip it to forever. Infinity measures, I mean, niggas got some lines that's clever, but they ain't really better than the guy that carry a cross in a Beretta. Sitting in these label meetings like this shit, feeling like a setup. Nigga, shut up. Say the wrong number, I might get up. I hear these niggas new get up, it sound real stovish. But I'ma let you rock until I'm fed up. Put my foot on the gas and I ain't let up. I'ma let up, I am boy. I'm just quiet with this cash money. I'm slim boy. These ten bricks a boy look like cinnamon. It was his own niggas that did him in. So I keep my circle small. Have my young boy run up on you clowns and shoot the circus up. I got one foot in the door and one foot on I the wall. I one foot in the game, playing hopscotch with Kane. Truth story based on actual events. And this really happened. I had one foot out the door. My whole team was selling dog. I was rapping still, straddling the fence. God damn. I had one foot in and one foot out. One foot in and one foot out. One foot in and ain't nobody know. I kept it low though. I had one foot in and one foot out. One foot in and one foot out. You really can't be both. Yeah, if you're going to keep one foot in and one foot out, make sure you got good balance. Make sure you're able to maintain your balance. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people get, people get a little bit caught up because they forget where they're at in a moment. And sometimes it only takes a moment. Let me see if I can get Mr. Raw back connected or connected for the first time today, I should say. Mr. Raw, what's a good word? You in the building with me? Definitely one foot in, one foot out. Trying to get my foot back balanced. I got vertigo. So we know we're trying to take clear. You know how we do it. We're over here. 
you got yourself chopping up a little bit, so I don't know if you got a backup from the mic or adjust your volume. Uh, it sounded good. You sounded clear, but there was some act. There's some times you're chopping up, and we can't hear exactly what you're saying. So you got to reevaluate that right there. Check it out. How do I sound? How do I sound? All right, you sounding good. You sounding good. I think I may be. I think I might be a little bit loud. Let me see if I could uh, adjust that. I think I may be a little bit loud. So let me try to adjust that a bit down a bit and see if that'll help out the situation because we want to be loud and clear all right, for everybody that's out there. I right, expecting our guest Peter Spryer to be in the building a little bit later on in the show during the next hour. So we definitely want to be uh, loud and clear all right, for that uh, sit-down interview. All right, the author of Rhyme and Reason, the documentary, will be in the building later on. All right, uh, Over 25 years since that's uh, been released. It released in 1997, both the book and the movie. All right, the documentary. All right, I was uh, 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 checking out uh, checking out the documentary this week. I was actually uh, watching the rest of it today, all right, before the show. All right, a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of good clips, a lot of artists, uh, a lot of actually quite a few artists that we've had the pleasure of talking to here on Dirty Basement Radio at one time or another. All right, uh, and then then of course, sadly enough, you know, a lot of artists that you know we lost along the way who are no longer with us. Uh, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, that's always, uh, you know, looking back on, on things like this after a significant amount of time has passed, you know, that's always one of the things that's, you know, going to gonna occur. You know, the people who were, you know, very uh, prominent in the business, very prominent in the music, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, artists that, you know, we definitely uh, such. So, you know, that's, a, you know, like a sad part of it. But uh, definitely, uh, you know, interesting, interesting documentary, giving you a look back, you know, 20 plus years into, you know, who was who back then and what they were doing and some artists that, you know, were uh, established that had been, you know, established stars and around for a while and, and some other artists that were, you know, just in the beginning stages of their celebrity. So uh, definitely looking forward to talking to him. Uh, did you have a chance to check out that that uh, documentary, Mr. Roy? Have you ever seen that rhyme and reason? Uh, yeah, I've seen it in the past. I, 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 it was very enthusiastic for me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, right. oh, Mr. Roy got something. Uh, I tell you, Mr. Roy got a situation. Mr. Roy, what's going on back over there? <laughs> hold on. Mr. Raw on mute over there. I don't, want, I don't want no unforeseen situations or altercations leaking through these airways. <laughs> Sound like Mr. Raw. Mr. Raw got a situation that's developing over there. What's going on, Mr. Raw? You all right? I don't know where the music is coming from. Uh-oh, 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 seem like, I don't know, <laughs> something's going over there with, uh, with, with Mr. Raw. All right, his, his, his technology, his machinery seems to have gone crazy. All right, we're going to come back to Mr. Raw. We're going to jump over to uh, California side of things. I ain't rocked this record in a minute. Definitely a banger, Ice Cube alongside of Dr. Dre. So you know it got to be heat, right? We run it. Nah, nah, nah. Let's call Pooh and clean this place up. We don't back down for no fucking body. You know what West Coast niggas is going to tell me? This is too West Coast. Ice Cube, be with a piranha be swimming upstream, eating all kind of meat. West Coast, treat it like hyenas. Take what you want from these lying ass cheaters. Eat the fuck out, you fake ass keepers. That's how we act when you don't want to beat us. Crazy motherfucker ever since I was a fetus. Might as well join us, you ain't gon' beat us. Please believe us, you can ask Jesus. I'ma be here by the wrong ass preachers. Understand I never pledge of allegiance to this ball of confusion. Might cause a confusion, boy. boy. I see you bruising for a bruising. Fucking with 
no dimensions, I'm spinning up my pension. No, no. The reason no, I hold no, in, cause this right here ain't no country for young men. No, Sonny, no, it done no, fucked up the church's money. I'm Red Fox, and you that big dummy. Dummy, this junk y'all was an empire. Y'all let it get overran by the vampires. Most MCs, it's goddamn lies like them fucking supervisors. Working up in Kaiser, bitch. Gotta be the number one supplier. I keep you higher than Richard Pryor. I've been, I've been playing since '86. From a nigga with an attitude to a nigga that's fucking rich. Still the better than I ever been. A lot stronger. Plus I got a better win. I'm taking all bets. Fuck it, I'm all in. And when I'm finished with this business, I will be number one. Started out on the turntables, but look how the tables turn. You can't imagine what my label earned. I grow more in a year than most niggas are making their whole career. I only hear two. Make sure I shake up your rear view And you niggas could not see me with a clear view If I was you, I'd probably hate me too More, I'm too in love with this shit Plus I came too far to quit no, no, The reason I hold in Cause this right here ain't no country for young men no, Sonny, no, you done fucked up the church's money I'm Red Fox and you that big dummy Dummy, this junk y'all was an empire Y'all let it get overran by the vampires Most in it's goddamn lies, like them fucking supervisors Working up in Kaiser Five strikes, twelve on my rollie And it's from the bit pimping video Start to blow me in the phantom I start to fantasize The shit gets thicker than the bitches in Atlanta thighs It's suicide if you think you can fuck With the seven times platinum driver That Land Rover truck and my ego bigger than the 26s. What if my pen had no pros? I can ride the beats like I ride back streets. After Snoop and Nas hang it up, it's a track meet. Nigga, this race is fixed. Game recognize game. I ain't never second place in shit. My first two albums, real basic shit. Spend half the time in the studio erasing shit. Watching the Raiders. Fast forward. The Shaq getting traded. Then fast forward again. The Shaq gets traded. And fuck all the time that was wasted Beacon with these whack niggas had me lost in the matrix If I wanted to throw, I would just take it Put this 38 figure dome, bitch, and just take it No, no The reason I hold in, cause this right here Ain't no country for young men No, sonny, no. you done fucked up the church's money I'm Red Fox, and you that big dummy Dummy, this junk y'all was an empire Y'all let it get overran by the vampires Most MCs, it's goddamn lies Like them fucking Supervisor, working up in Kaiser, bitch. Yeah, you know what it is, Radio, the best in the business, giving you nothing but fire, some classic heat right there, that classic sound, that classic California sound coming from uh, 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 Dre and, and Ice Cube. All right, we're going to bring it back a little bit. All right, matter of fact, before before I keep going, let me see if Mr. Roy got his technology straight yet. Mr. Roy, everything all right over there? Malfunction, malfunction. Computer went crazy. <laughs> I was like, where is that music coming from? I didn't even know where the hell it was coming from. All right, all right, all right. Well, you know what I'm saying? It could have been worse. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. At least it was, you know, just some, uh, you know, a classic music soul child. It could have been a whole lot worse. <laughs> some crazy could have, you know, <laughs> some crazy could have, you know, 
you know, something crazy could pop through the airways, and you know, we'd have had a, you know, well, not we, but you'd have had a whole lot of explaining to do. Listen, <laughs> man, you'd have had a whole lot of explaining. We don't want to, we don't want to have to do no explaining. So, uh, you know, yeah, let's try to keep it PG. Keep it PG. Keep it PG. That's the way, Mr. Roy. You know, I, I, you know, you know, I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to get everything malfunctioning back in order so that I can get all my stuff to run like clockwork. And then when that is gone down, then you're going to hear that sound. You're going to be back in full effect. I'm going in hard because I see how sincere is coming with the fits. I forgot to take a picture of music. Damn, I forgot. I went out with the Union Princess. Went out, uh, did our thing in the town, Young Z. You know, I had to show off the Adidas fit. I forgot to take a picture of the show sincere. But it's okay. It's all right. There's going to be plenty more days. I'm about to come up with this thing called uh, In a New Raw Minute, you know what I'm saying, like a New York Minute, and I'm going to start showcasing some tracks. We need one minute of a track just for y'all to listen to. One minute. Not no more. Don't think you're going to get more of that. Let's see, so y'all can understand where it's been and where I've been for all these years and how it's going down. So stay tuned, and you soon will see that pop up. As soon as I get everything running right, that's my problem. I'm not. I'm new to this. I ain't good with all that stuff. That, you know, all the stuff that these people are doing with the making the, the cameras do all this trickery and this and that. So I ain't learned that yet. But when I do, watch out for me and sincere. I'm telling y'all. Watch out for me and Cynthia. Watch out. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Watch out. All right, Mr. Roy, giving you a little update, a little preview on what's soon to be coming through. Telephone lines are open if you want to uh, hit us up, 563-999-3050. Uh, big shout out to all the good folks on that Clubhouse platform. I've been uh, jumping back and forth on that platform lately. Networking with some of the good folks over there. Uh, big shout out to Kermit Hedison. Uh, big shout out to DJ Punch. DJ, uh, big shout out to King SRQ. Uh, and he uh, moderates and and hosts uh, for the most part, uh, bringing on a lot of independent artists and uh, you know playing some playing some good music, playing some good music. All right, so uh, definitely big shout out to those good folks. Big shout out to all the folks over there that's been uh, networking with me uh, on uh, Instagram and uh, you know connecting on that same Clubhouse platform. Came across this artist a few weeks back. All right. Uh, definitely been uh, you know, this is, uh, uh, working song. All right. I'm looking forward to some famous young man. This is Turnt Boy Neek, and this is Cold Stepper. Hey, hey. Devil A. Really cool. Freak you fat, nigga. Lay me the game. He claim he a stepper, he ain't no stepper. All my niggas certified game members, we some steppers. And talking out your net will get you laid out on a stretcher. We got five, five, six, three, oh, eight, they bust your fucking melon. Hey, hey, he claim he a stepper, he ain't no stepper. All my niggas certified game members, we some steppers. And talking out your net will get you laid out on a stretcher. We got five, five, six, three, oh, eight, they bust your fucking melon. I'm the only turn but need you clowns can't beat me I'm the type to spend your block myself and do a repeat I ain't no John Cena but I never nigga seeing me He all up on the net trying to flex you can't compete with me Need be bagging old selling bowls whipping bowls I can do it fast or I can do it slow mo Look who and run out with that blick and let that bitch blow Too fast for up the score and watch 
wipe your fucking nose Read all the code I said, but that's piping out the road They say, Nick, you gotta blow I say, I'ma just let it flow What you know about stepping designer drip from head to your toe What you know about buying jewelry and have your shit glow Hey, hey, he claim he's a stepper, he ain't no stepper All my niggas certified game members, we some steppers And talking out your neck will get you laid out on a stretcher We got five, five, six, three, oh, eight, they bust your fucking melon Hey, hey, he claim he's a stepper, he ain't no stepper All my niggas certified game members, we some steppers And talking out your neck will get you laid out on a stretcher We got five, five, six, three, oh, eight, they bust your fucking melon Hey, hey Yeah, DJ Sincere, the independent artist, best friend, that was Turk Boy Neek on that joint. Uh, that was Cold Stepper. Uh, a lot of new artists that's on the come up. Uh, definitely trying to put out their music and do what they want to do. Uh, but, you know, just be make sure that you be wise out there in these streets, just like you're going to be have to be wise out there in business. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be a stepper, if you're gonna be making those kind of moves, you're gonna be, you know, doing what you feel you gotta do, uh, regardless of make sure you gotta make. Make sure you know how to, you know, uh, step in different kind of ways. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure you know how to move properly. You know, in different situations and circumstances. Sometimes you may, you know, find yourself uh, 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 doing the walks. You know what I'm saying? You might have to walk someone through sometimes. Sometimes you might have to do the cha cha cha. New music coming from Glorilla. Do the cha-cha-cha. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
chill with her friend. I'ma go super viral on her twin. I don't like to play, I just like to win. Never die every time I grin. Jesus took the will every time I spin. Show up to your crib, got how you Put some a day, show up to your porch. You can see the print through the short. Get another, mix it with the sauce. Take it to life before I take a loss. Uh, yeah. Wipe and take it to the stores, huh? Yeah, took them out stitching, I won't even cook. I'm a big dog, I don't bow down, so they don't invite me to the powwow. No. Let me find out you got a loud mouth. Uchi wally wally, uchi bow bow. Yeah, huh. If you talk too much, you fouled out. Yeah, roll it up here, cloud now. I ain't got no worries, a cool number. My man, my man, my man, that boy is a stop. I got drink on me, I make that thing la la la. Slide down on the ups and make them do the cha cha cha. Mm, cha cha cha. Do the cha cha cha. Try to run up on me, are you here? Spa pa pa. Yeah, cha cha cha. Do the cha cha cha. Yeah. Yeah, more fire, more fire, more fire. Big shout out to my, big shout out to my dude A one. All right, I haven't uh, had a chance to catch up with him yet in this new year. Definitely got to catch up with him. Another great artist. Big shout out to the whole uh, AD uh, Corporation. You know what I'm saying? That whole movement. Uh, let's uh, jump into one of his songs. Right now. We're going to come back. You know, uh, something that uh, us content creators, uh, uh, somebody like me, uh, has to deal with on an occasion. All right, just popped up for, you know, your boy uh, Willie D. Something else uh, that's going down in the wake of this uh a whole uh 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 cat williams uh interview some more of the fallout behind that but before we get into that let's get into this big shout out to a1 alongside the nfl dread this is death before dishonor i know yeah. i know yeah oh, well. Death before dishonor, you can look at my persona I don't fuck with baby mamas, yeah. they trying to take my commas I know, I know, yeah, I know, I know, fuck you, yeah 24 is 24, what the fuck you think this handy for? When I go to sleep and wake up tomorrow, bitch, I'ma get plenty more Who the fuck you think you did me more? You ain't pit no work on 54 This why your shit sit at the door, cause I don't know if you friend or foe Cause now you talking half that Bitch, I thought we passed that. That's gonna get you fast track. Duck tape, ass flat. You can't just buy your pass back, especially when I stash that. I know niggas that know other niggas that can't hash that. But this is why I sit back. Residuals and kickbacks. You not trying to chick chat. You just want this dick back. But I ain't fucking with that. And you can't ask your sis that. Everything been mismatched, but that's what you can't get back. Death before dishonor. You can look at my persona. I don't fuck my baby. Mamas, cause they trying to take my commas. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, fuck you, your honor. Death before dishonor. You can look at my persona. I don't fuck my baby mamas, cause they trying to take my commas. I know, I know, I know. Fuck you, your honor. Cause I know, I know. Fuck you, your honor. Waiting on some child support, you wasting time Before I put that baby in you, bitch, we was fine You dropped that dime, you crossed them lines Ain't stop my grind, I'm on your ass And out of my feelings, thinking you winning, that shit is a dub You got the time to be in the streets and buying a fist to hit up the club I can be evil and shit, I can get even and shit You use some harm and get away with it, that I don't leave a friend I was minding my business, trying to do right, you know, like cleaning the field 
baby mama, please, all you do is chase a dick. Where that cash at? Got a bag, I match that. Step it for designer, you just a crash cat. For dishonor, you can look at my persona. I don't fuck my baby mamas, cause they tryna take my commas. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, fuck you, your honor. That's for dishonor, you can look at my persona. I don't fuck my baby mamas, cause they tryna take my commas. I know, I know, I know, I know. Fuck this, I know, I know. DJ Sincere, Dirty Basement Radio. Got my dude, Mr. Raw, in the building. You just finished listening to A1 and NFL Dread, A Death Before Dishonor. Now, I want to talk about something real quick. All right, this whole uh, Cat Williams thing has uh, shaken up all right, the whole uh, uh, the whole entertainment industry. All right, folks that are uh, have been, you know, called out for various things. A lot of well-known people. You know, Cat put all the cards on the table, uh, held nothing back. A lot of situations and circumstances, I think he did a lot of people somewhat of a favor, you know, for those who say that uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity, then, you know, he did a lot of folks a favor, gave them an opportunity to, you know, get some get some light, get some shine where, you know, they may may have been not getting much attention in the marketplace for, you know, a little while. Uh, some may say, you know, that is, you know, not the most, uh, uh, you know, not the most clean attention. You know, but, you know, you take what you can get when you ain't getting nothing, I guess. Uh, but a lot of people have had opportunities to, you know, to come back and to respond. You know, a lot of content uh, creators, you know, particularly on the uh, YouTube platform have been, you know, uh, running with it and, you know, making their commentary on it. But, you know, one thing that kind of fell out recently from it, uh, uh, it may have gone, you know, past a couple of people, but it's something that, you know, content creators, you know, sometimes have to have to deal with. Fortunately, I haven't uh, never found myself in this kind of a situation. Now, I do have uh, some interviews that were uh, never released. You know, uh, some uh, some folks, or at least one of the folks, is uh, no longer with us. You know, uh, these interviews were never, you know, uh, released publicly. They're stuck on computer hard drives, you know, someplace either in the original Dirty Basement or in the uh, West Wing of the Dirty Basement. Uh, there's, uh, there's somewhere, you know, but it's not a situation where it's, uh, you know, like a current event, but in the situation with Cat Williams, as it turns out, you know, Willie D, you know, Willie D is a uh, prolific, uh, YouTuber now, I put out a lot of content on YouTube. I enjoy his, his content, you know, big shout out to him. And, um, apparently he also had an interview with Cat Williams that was in the can. It hadn't been released. All right, he was sitting on it, all right, for whatever reason, and he hadn't changed, he hadn't put it out, you know, had released it, and, and, you know, it was just laying there, all right? Now, after uh, a Cat Williams' interview with Shannon Sharp on Shannon's uh, Sharp show, then, you know, Willie D decided, well, this is a good time, all right, the wave is waving, 
right, you know what I'm saying? It's big wave too. I want to jump on this wave and wide the wave. Now, those were his words, all right? And I'm basically uh, paraphrasing him, uh, nearly quoting him, all right, when he responded to the criticism about uh, uh, putting out his content of a, a Cat Williams interview that he did, all right? One-on-one interview that he did with Cat Williams prior to uh, uh, the one that, you know, blew up and I think is, you know, it's already uh, past 20, maybe 30 million views. You know, this, uh, you talk about go viral, that interview really went crazy and um you know did a uh uh uh, you know a great service uh to uh shannon sharp and his platform for him being able to put that out and to get that you know get that kind of response and get that kind of attention going in his direction now that he is a a solo act all right he's no longer on uh with uh skip bayless all right they parted ways a number of months ago and uh, a lot of times when you know people's situations change like that when they go from you know, being on a major platform, a high-profile platform like that, they don't always necessarily land on their feet, all right? Uh, And if they do land on their feet, they end up with a broken leg. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But that's not the case for, you know, our boy Shannon Sharp. You know what I'm saying? He did good. He did good. All right? He bounced from that situation, developed his own situation. And this is what I've talked about a lot of times in the past when we've had you know, uh, uh, artists and different people come on and complain about the situation, you know, that they're in. Uh, you know, uh, lately we've heard about, you know, uh, we've talked about the Terrence Howard. Uh, you know, Taraji went viral with, with, with uh, you know, her comments. Uh, there's been, you know, other folks along the way, you know, Monique being another prominent person uh, who complained about, you know, uh, what, uh, what she felt uh, that she wasn't getting, you know, her just dues in Hollywood in terms of, uh, compensation for her talents and and for her efforts and my response to that has always been if you're an artist all right and if you have a level of notoriety you have a, a level of fame all right you have a number of fans all right your fans are going to follow you wherever you go all right whether it's on youtube or on netflix or on your own platform all right so now the youtube platform isn't shannon's platform uh, but he doesn't he doesn't have to share any kind of accolades or any type of uh, uh, praise with anybody else. All right. This is all him. This is his platform. His name is on it. All right. He's the proprietor. All right. He's at the top of the flyer, the top of the uh, the billboard, the top of the marquee. All right. That's all him. And uh, he should decide to take it off of YouTube and to move it on to ShannonSharp.com then it's going to have the same effect. The same people that he's developed now, you know, uh, a large portion of them, I would say, would follow him right over, you know, to where he would decide to broadcast from, you know, as long as, uh, you know, all his conditions were the same, the, the visuals were the same, the the quality of the content was the same, then he would get the exact same effect. And I, I think that's something that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of high-profile people, you know what I'm saying, uh, need to you know, consider, you know, doing if they seem to find themselves in a situation where they're not happy and they're not getting what they think that they deserve. Now, when you are a content creator, all right, like Willie D is, that's a, it's, it's a, it's a sticky situation, you know what I'm saying? Because now that he did put out the content, you know, it looks like he's running behind. Now it looks like he's running behind Shannon Sharp trying to catch up with what he's done and trying to, you know, like I said earlier, he's trying to ride that ride that wave, you know what I'm saying? Because the wave is waving, you know what I'm saying? People are getting a lot of attention off of it. Uh, 
let me see what Mr. Roy has to say about that. What What do you think about you know a situation like that? You know, uh, when uh, you know you have, you have something like that, and then somebody comes out, and then they break big with it, almost like uh, almost like a song. You might have had a song, and you've been sitting on this song, and you've been delaying putting out this song, and then somebody else puts out a song that's almost identical. Not that they stole your song, but you know they put out something that you know identical, nearly identical to the song that you, oh man, that sounds like the song that I was going to put out, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, this song is going crazy right now, all right, well, fuck it, let me hurry up and put my song out, all right, but now you look like an also ran, all right, look like an also ran, like you're trying to run behind, trying to catch the wave, what do you think about that, what do you think about a situation like that, and he's been getting some flack for it too, you know, that he's trying to, you know, chase the clout. Well, um, two things, two things. First of all, I did not know that because I did see the. I, I was I was I was going to mention it to you that I saw the Willie uh, D interview also, and it gave me mixed feelings on the whole entire aspect of the premise of what what Cat Williams was going into, certain issues, certain things that he said that didn't seem accurate, certain things that was like a little far fetched that made me say, mm, like you know, like Ed Lover, come on, son, you know, a little bit of that. <laughs> So I right. did, so I did not know I did not know that Willie D's interview was before Shay Shay. Now uh, to give you a, yeah, but a it wasn't small, released. Yeah, but it wasn't released. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So to give you a small memorance, peace be upon him. Um, oh my God, we interviewed him. His name is um, oh my goodness, he passed right after we interviewed him. Um, Granddaddy, I used. Granddaddy IU also had a song using the same beat, I want to thank you, Heavenly Father, and he had it before. And all of a sudden, Busta Rhymes and Q-Tip came out and released theirs. And that changed the whole demographics. It was like, Granddaddy who? Oh, you came out too late because we already running, we already running with the Busta Rhymes version, and it already did numbers, and everybody knows it off as soon as they hear it. So that right. kind of that made me that made me think back on that that because he explained that to us. You know, I don't know if you remember, but he explained that to us that he had that song before Buster and Q-Tip released it, and then when he played it for us, it was the same sample but flipped up a little differently. The song was different, but at the same token, it kind of there was no edge to it because of the fact that Buster's already made an edge. So this. This Shay Shay's interview had made an edge already. So anything coming behind it seemed like it, it would only come in second. So, you know, even if you really caught the scoop and some of the things that were being said was really said first on your platform, Willie D, guess what? No one's going to talk about it because they're going to talk about it as being a follow-up of what Shay Shay already presented that got that big wave going on throughout the internet, you're secondary. Sorry. That's just a hard feeling. Like you feel like you got scooped, like you was working for uh, 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 the Daily Planet and you had an exclusive on, on, on Superman and somebody else put it out first. It just feels like you got scooped and there's nothing to do about it. So it's a, it's a sorry feeling. Like, you know, I had it first, but nobody know you did, you know? So that's why Ray J said, ah, I had it first. He want people to know. 
But at the same token, we already know who hit it, who didn't. So Shay Shay's interview is going to always be the first one that everybody can say, that's why I heard Cat Williams say such and such and such. Oh, well, I heard the same thing on Willie D. Yeah, but I heard that after that. So it don't make, it's not the same. So, you know, you know, he lost his, the luster wasn't going to be there. Bottom line. Yep, and so it goes, and so it goes. All right, that's just what it is. Unfortunate. Very unfortunate, because especially when you knew you had something exclusive, you know, if you knew you had, because, like, for instance, y'all, we play a lot of exclusives, a lot. There's so many exclusives throughout the years we've been playing. It's ridiculous. So when people play it otherwise, they'd be like, well, I heard that already. I'm on the Dirty Basement. Exclusively. <laughs> this be no, you know, we've even surprised, you know, we've even surprised a couple of artists, you know, with the songs that we had. You know, we had we had Rampage on the air. And there's a song, maybe I should play this song now. There's a song that I had, you know, I used to play this song real heavy. And, you know, it was an unreleased song. It had never been released. And we had Rampage on, and I pulled the song up. And he was actually kind of stunned and asked me, where did I get that song from? Because I think he was just getting ready to release the song. He was putting out a project, and that song was going to be on the project that he had uh, was getting ready to put out when we were, you know, interviewing him. So, yeah, I remember. Right. Absolutely. I yeah, remember. Right. I talked to him. I talked to him because he knows my cousin. My cousin was his engineer. And okay. um, I remember that. I remember that, man. He was like, where'd you get that from? <laughs> and in the background, my head was like, uh-huh. <laughs> That's how it you goes. Exclusive. You know, <laughs> so that know. by itself, that by itself should, you know, tell you, like, you know, the level, you know what I'm saying? That should tell you the reach. If the artist themselves is like, hold up. You ain't even supposed to have that. How did you get that? You know, and we're talking about having it, you know, not a couple of weeks, you know what I'm saying, but like months and months and months before, <laughs> maybe even a couple of years, I think. Actually, we had it for a couple of years before it was actually going to be, you know, put out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just some of the stuff that goes on here on Dirty Basement Radio. You know, I am DJ Sincere. Make no mistake about it and accept no imitations. All right. Uh, we got a lot of... Uh, uh, connections and situations and you know good folks that look out from for us from time to time and they've done so you know over you know quite a quite a number quite a number of years right now i expect our guest peter spryer to be in the building in just a few more minutes all right at the top of the hour all right so looking forward to talking to that young man all right uh, the author of rhyme and reason all right the documentary all right documenting some of you know that uh uh you know, uh, what came to be known as the golden era, you know, that, 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 that nineties era hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And that wealth of music, you know, that was, uh, you know, coming out, you know, at that, uh, you know, at that time, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, going to have a good conversation with that, uh, gentleman shortly. All right. In the meantime, let's get into a little bit more music. Let's, uh, rock this one right here. Big shout out to the legendary cool G rap. I got to see if I can get him on these airways this year. Would love to talk to that gentleman. I one of the, you know, one of the early, you know, intricate spitters. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, you know, if you don't have this gentleman in your top 10, 
right, in terms of bars, 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 all right, then you may have a problem. All right, this is Cool G Rap alongside of Jigsaw, and this is Dying Breed. Hey, yo, hey, yo, yo, first things first, shut your mouth up, KGR is the Omega and the Alpha, I'm talking about the heart of these ill streets, I'm talking about the one that paved the road you drove on the way to the riches, when it comes to these bars, it's time to pay reparations, restitution, tithes and taxes, cause Coogee Rap been swinging the battle axe like Conan the Barbarian, before you bastards was even babies, and it continues today. NY boss, the ride is high cost Talk in that same language the live guys talk Like fuck all the fly talk The four or five short go off and donate your organs down to the sidewalk I'm unfiltered, real shit what he still built with Big bills melted, brim on the hat, real tilted High hill bitches and ill cribs and hills and sticks High yellow, miss yellow, it's wrist like it was chill piss Bread a happy dead on the strip, I have you still miss Send these bitches left messages with a still kiss Play for major bread, redheads with blazing heads So live, paralyzed guys with fly, both fires to the sky Arms wide and cry, they can raise the dead Fly bitches like summer hide that fell with a fire Skill out supplier, penthouse high, hell in the higher. I'm Jolly Ho, you keep us though, what's the elf to a giant? Point blank, period. And on no cellular level, does humanity create creatures like Kuji, Rap, Giacana anymore? Without question, he is the last of a dying breed. Possess the skills of the champs with this. He the street knowledge for land for fists. He danced for his, for stamps and chips. The tramps and tricks, the grands and bricks, the hand on hips. Keep a gallivant and gallop and prance and bitch. Deadly face, bout money in every case. Chase a bag, jump in that truck like she Chevy Chase. Dinner table blessed with steaks, never left a plate. Heavy cake for every freckle face. Becky Day, get him, girl. Killing these streets, blood on my hands. Guilty worker, worker. Fat burgers, the will. Burgers, this is filthy murder All this social media shit, he can milk it further I have traffic jams on that bitch till they kill a service I place nice furs on they curves, he's an iceberger I bring white purrs to the Pittsburgh and vice versa They change sparkle, light up the dark like night searches One night stand-up, but they prefer to unite Yo, let me add them, G, time to turn the A to a T I've been waiting, debating, seems like they be hating to me It's that roots of evil energy, into me If you can't trust nobody, best believe Leave, you can depend on me A barbarian, I rack up stats The battle axe, one of 100 ways To get your cabbage patch A savage cat, a rabbit dog Around a thousand rats, beyond dope This flow a pound of crack I'm done playing with you I'm 4-4, 357, Mac 11 And ak with you In a base C, Grandmaster J with you The art school drop out The pain painting with you Don't even talk to G, talk to me All you can do is bow down, pay Homage, homie, and kiss the ring Jigsaw, the one and only human plot twist On a track with G-Rap, now I can pop shit Yo, this is Soul Rack, and I'm tuned in to DJ Sincere from New York City Check my music playing now on Dirty Basement Radio Return 
of the funky man, my first cassette purchase. Studied the lines, proceeded to fill my head with verses. Did a dream, my version of a release. So I put pen to paper, scribble verses to beat. Recited these verses into my deck, built in mic. One cassette was loop, instrumental bits that I like. The second cassette to record the verses I spit. Compiled a couple recordings, then I pressed the eject button. Out a label to tape something cool was planned. Before even no one was brand, man, this was a man. Now for the playback, to hit it boom in these raps. In my excitement, I forgot to remove all the slack. The tape shoes, looking like spaghetti in my deck. Took the pen I wrote with the resurrect the cassette. Split it in the left wheel, spun the pen clock. While to the tape, I realize my recorders could not die. I remember grabbing my tape before I leave the dough. Put it in my boom box and let my speakers blow. From the streets of the ghetto, some leap from the metal. I smoke madism to reach another level. DJs with break beats, mixtapes with straight heat. No taste with mumble rap, but rappers with fake beat. Man, a trinocus that's decided on my walk, man, wow. I put on my headset and get lost in the sound. College radio play the music that would get to the youth. There's a magical red alert before the mission was through. I boom sisters were so loud it seems trucks would break. We were riding the hood and girls rocked. Much respect to the DJs who can move the crowd Who preserve the culture, don't abuse the sound But if I take pop, yeah, it's back to the shop They get another one before I'm back on the block This is for all the DJs Who help raise the culture Early, you know what I mean Drift on memory and gift on memorex Boosting me on the rooftop, the culture all set. Before Netflix and chill, I used to Maxwell Rockin' Don Barry, 90 minutes, takes on Maxell Had BDK on a TDK Pure Swab and Flash on a Pioneer Listen to my demo, my tape in the limo How many cassettes launched careers? JVC bought the full protected like Panasonic I'm trying to get a kind, my brother, past the chronic I can get hot mics on point like a stylist The way I record my shit so this is like a virus The pop is like a virus and spread through cassette Hollywood out the OJ, kick a free out the vet I get down like Bobby Brown when I'm with my tenderoni When it's time is why it's down, it's why I storm off a Sony Yeah, yeah, I lost you there for a minute, but I'm here. He's breaking up. Okay, fantastic. 
I will. Huh? Okay. Yeah, you yeah, break, yeah. You break All right, well, welcome to the Dirty Basement. All right, we appreciate having you in here. All right, the author of Rhyme and Reason is with us right now. All right, now, this, uh, this, this, this documentary I uh, dropped uh, back in, in 97, correct? Yeah, 97 it came out, and um, and then we have the book that just came out. Okay, so okay, so the book itself just 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 was recently released. Yeah, yeah, I've had the you know the photographs on ice for like 25 years, but um, I finally had an opportunity where I could do something with the photographs, and you know the photographs were taken with a really good quality camera, so the the photographs are, you know, I don't know if you've had a chance to take a look at it, but it's a really great record of that time. Well, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was uh, checking out, I was checking out, you know, the documentary uh, recently, you know, to, uh, you know, refresh myself. And, you know, that, that itself was, you know, in my, an incredible, you know, piece of work, um, you know, to be able to, Thank you. you know, Yes, no doubt. To be able to have, uh, you know, that 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 kind of that kind of access at that, you know, what I'm saying, you talk about, you know, the golden era. We talk about the golden era of hip hop. You know, that particular time, and to be able to, you know, have, uh, you know, have such, you know, uh, uh, access, you know, inside access. And this is, you know, prior to the days of any kind of social media or any kind of Zoom conferences, where you actually have to be there in order to be there. You know what I mean? So could you talk about yeah. that a little bit and, you know, uh, you know, the kind of, uh, the kind of situation that you were in, the kind of space that you were in that allowed you, you know, to make those kind of connections at that time? Yeah. You know, I mean, the way I made the film, so I knew a few people, like I, have, I was making music videos back in the day and working on a lot of videos and I knew people, you know, and um, I, had started my documentary career with a film about a photographer and that film got nominated for an Academy Award. So I had a little bit going for me. And um, I met this guy who wanted to invest money in a film. And I told him I want to do something on, on hip hop and do a documentary about the behind the scenes and uh, of hip hop. And he, he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll fund that. I'll fund that. You know, it wasn't a lot of money, but it was enough to get it going. And what I did was any artist that I interviewed, I said, hey, man, if this thing goes well, can just recommend one guy. You know, like a method man might recommend a red man or, you know, they might connect me to Eric Sermon. Or, and it kind of, kind of went like that until I had quite a few people. And then, um, you know, we got a record deal with Priority. And the folks at Priority and a couple of record companies at that point were like, yeah, this is a good look for the industry. We're going to connect you with people. I didn't know a lot of people on the West Coast, and um, and they helped me connect with some of those people, you know, some of those folks. Okay. So, you know, was it a situation where you were already – you know, you were already, you know, um, into the music. You were already, you know, immersed into the music of hip-hop at the time, and that's what made you decide to, you know, go in that direction and do a documentary? Well, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was certainly into the music. I was uh, working on music videos and all that kind of stuff. But I kind of felt like, you know, at the time, hip-hop was really being attacked. 
for being violent and misogynistic, you know, all of these things. And I felt like people really didn't, there wasn't a really good record of the true culture of hip hop, you know, and I wanted to kind of capture that. That's why I went and made the film. Um, you know, there were a lot of music videos, but videos, you know, you know, sometimes they glamorize a lifestyle that isn't really accurate, you know, and, and right. then there were, you know, all, all the stuff in the media about it being, you know, so I, so, you know, let me try to make a real document about, about this culture. And, um, I mean, look, you know, one of the things that I think really worked for the film is, you know, we, we didn't ask artists to come to us. We went to them. You know, w- you know, we went to every neighborhood, every hood in America. You know, I mean, gosh, we were, you know. I was getting ready to, actually, I was getting ready to ask you about that next, so keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, we, uh, you know, we went everywhere. You know, we, you know, there are some great things in hip-hop, great, you know, photography in hip-hop, you know, but they're usually in a studio or a stage. You know, one thing I can say about my photographs are they are real. I mean, you know, wherever – you know, we would, and I think the artists really appreciated that. We went to them. They didn't come to us. We went to them. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it uh, gave it a level of authenticity that there weren't a lot of things like that, you know? Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that, you know, because when you first start watching it, that's one of the first things that I noticed. I'm like, oh, okay, he's in the hood, like, for real. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he had, you know, a method man and the whole, you know what I'm saying, woo, you know what I'm saying, woo affiliates. They oh, yeah. Outside, you know what I'm saying? They outside oh, in yeah. front of the, you know what I'm saying, in front of the store and whatnot. And it's a whole, you know, a whole mob of brothers out there, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, now, I tell you. As, as, as a matter of fact, i got to tell you this. So, you know, uh-huh. as you remember, they kind of start to film with that whole thing with them out in front. And the first people we showed it to when we finished the film, because we shot them pretty early on, you know, um, was RZA and Method Man. And they came into the right. studio to see the film. And we start playing the film, and, and they got very upset. I mean, they're like, oh, my God, man, do you see this? I go, yeah, man, I, I can't believe it. I, I, I can't believe what I'm looking at. And, and they're like, they're really upset. And I think they hate the film. You know, like the film just started, and I got another hour and a half with them with this movie. You know, I mean, I was like really freaking out. But they were upset because they realized, that, I mean, they went from going, oh, man, I, I can't believe it. I go, look how cool we are. Look how hungry we are. Look how real we are. You know what I mean? Like they had already, by the time we had finished the movie, they had already gotten to another place. And they realized they would never be that kind of you know, that hungry, that, you know, energy, you know, just that, that vibe that you can only have when you're coming up. Okay. Now who actually distributed the, um, the film? The film was distributed by Miramax, you know, Harvey Weinstein, Miramax films. Um, they have now Paramount has it. Okay. And what was it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how hard for was it, you know what I'm saying? Now, you say you got funding, you know, some funding to actually, you know, get the project, you know, moving along. But how how hard was it? And what were some of the, you know, difficulties in actually, you know, getting to that next level and, uh, you know, being able to, you know, get it, you know, distributed, you know, by, you know, a, a major studio? 
You know, I, I, we were very lucky. You know, when I think about it, um, it, it was almost too easy. And, and um, what happened was we made a record deal before we even made a film deal. So we had a record deal with Priority. Um, I don't know if you know the name Happy Walters. Does that name mean anything to you? But at, at, at one time, Happy was an incredibly powerful manager. He managed a lot of hip-hop groups, and he also was a music supervisor. So he saw what we were doing and said, hey, man, uh, you know, how would you guys feel about a record, you know, record coming out? Uh, yeah, that'd be great, you know. So he was working on that and got got it placed a priority. They were doing the record. Incredibly, we didn't even have a deal. And, you know, we, we hooked up with an agent, William Morris, this guy, Cassian Elvis, William Morris said, you know, he would uh, um, uh, represent the film. And when we told him, hey, man, we have a record coming out in spring, he was like, are, are you kidding me? He goes, you know, I, I got to sell this movie like right now. <laughs> like he, hmm. you know, he was freaked out about it because it was right. like, you know, a lot of times what I learned afterwards is like a company will buy a movie and they won't even know they own it for six months. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like they won't, they don't even be, but what, you know, Merrimack, I mean, at least they were smart enough to go, oh yeah, if there's a record coming out, we should do the record and the film around the same time. I mean, obviously that makes sense, right? So anyway, however it was, uh, you know, the movie came out in um, uh, May 7th, 1997. All right. Do you remember what the response was when it when it came out, you know, when, the, you know, when it, you know, when it hit the big screen and 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 everything like that? Like, you know, do you remember what what that felt like? You know, I, I think it was good. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, you know, Biggie Smalls died that that same weekend when it came out. Wow, wow, okay, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like um, it was pretty horrible in that way. You know, um, yeah. I'm sorry, and I said May. I meant March. Yeah, our our film came out March seventh. His death was on March ninth, so it actually yeah. put a bit of a damper on. You know, I think people were mourning at that point. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know it, it it hurt a little bit on our on our. Uh, but you know, um, you know it was good. It, you know, a lot of people got to see it in the theater. You know, we we were in I think 260 theaters at the time, which is a lot for a documentary. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, we had we had a good run, man. We had a good run. I mean, I, I'm really thrilled. We did a screening of the movie at the Academy Motion Picture Museum, which is really an incredible. If you come out to LA, that museum is just amazing. You know, it's definitely worth going to. And we did a screening there in November. And I, I was shocked at how well the film held up, you know. Some movies after 25 years, they don't quite hold up, you know. Uh, but right. our movie held up really well. Huh? Yeah, right. I was just getting ready to say it just, you know, just past yeah, the yeah. Uh, 25, just past the 25-year mark, you know. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, you know. And, so and it, 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 
I, I felt like I even had a crystal ball. Like I was, I don't watch my movies after I finish them. So literally, I hadn't seen the film in like twenty two, three years. Maybe I saw it a couple of years after it came out, but I certainly haven't seen it since then. And and to see it again, um, dealing with issues of the police and you know neighborhoods and relationships and all these kinds of things that we go into in the film. Kinda, you know, the, we're still dealing with the same thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you know, one of the first things, you know, one of the things that you definitely noticed, you know, you talked about, you know, Biggie's passing, you know, because he's, you know, he's in the documentary. Uh, one of the things that you, you know, that you do, you know, take note of, or at least I did, is, you know, some of the people who, you know, who we've lost along the way. Um, you know, I noticed that the, oh, yeah. the yeah, I noticed that the segment with uh, with Fife. It looks like the segment with Fife was actually, you know, recorded about maybe two blocks from my house in Cambria Heights. It looks like that was at Cambria Park. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he filmed that right around, he filmed that around the corner. <laughs> yeah. That's right, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was so sad, man. I mean, and you know what? Even doing the book, I was really hit with that. I mean, I'm older than a lot of these guys that we interviewed, and I can't believe you know, you know, Craig Mack, you know, Craig you know Mack, Good yeah. Marquis, Heavy yep. D, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, so many people pass away. I, I, a guru from Gangstar. I mean, gosh, you know, it, it, it really is. Um, I was really hit with that. I tell you, that I was really saddened by that. Like, you know, going through the photographs and going, oh, my God, I, I, half the people that I've, I, I, I've filmed are gone now, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, def definitely took note of that. Well, I have my co-host also in the building. Mr. Roy is here with us, so I want to bring him in on this conversation. Mr. Roy? You know, uh, salutations, greetings. How you doing? Hey, thank you so much, man. Thank you. For, hey, hey, and I really appreciate you guys inviting me on your show. I really appreciate it. Man, it's a pleasure to have you here. Um, you, you, you guys went into what I was going to touch on, that basis of having so many in my eyes hood celebrities you know i don't want to say it hood like it, it doesn't have a substantial bearing but you know i knew them throughout the hood or just the dudes that uh was were kind of kind of my equals you know until they became stars because i was around them in the same era and like dj sure. sincere said dj sincere said you know you were in our area. You were in our town. You were in our neighborhood. And I respected the fact that you reached out to the point that you had to go through whatever you went through to make sure you caught that footage. Because at that time, not too many people were thinking in that same frame of mind to be able to catch footage with <clears throat> these people that they didn't really know about. You know, you took the time out to, you know, maybe uh, built up relationships with some of these guys that a lot of people feared and didn't even know that, man, when I got to meet them, they wasn't half as bad as what people make them sound like. So, you know, I really <laughs> want to say, yeah. I really want to say thank you for taking that time yeah. out yeah. to, to go the extra mile to do something that is legendary because you caught footage of some people that went, like you said, not here anymore. And, you know, yeah. it, you can't duplicate some of the things that you caught. So, you know, you know, how do you feel by knowing 
that even if you think that some people didn't evaluate you the way you think you was needed to be evaluated, you did something legendary, man. You did something more legendary than a lot of people even want to take credit for. Going back when when, when he mentioned the, the film, I've already seen it more than once. I've already seen it. And, and I was like, man, for him to catch that footage and to be able to be with him and him and him and him, you know, how does that feel to know now, you know, it's bigger than what you think it is, you know? It's bigger than what you think it is. You have caught memorabilia of and, and milestones of people who are not here no more that are legends in hip-hop that you had the privilege of being able to, to stand next to. How do you feel? You know, I'm, I'm, I feel very privileged and blessed that I had the opportunity. You know, I people ask me, did I understand the significance of it when I was doing it? Um Honestly, I didn't. I mean, I knew that, look, the artist had a lot of charisma. You know, I, I remember actually feeling Nas before I even saw him. We were in, uh, you know, Queensbridge, and, you know, he was in, you know, still, you know, his mom was in the housing project there. And, like, he kind of came up behind me. He was walking up, and I could just feel a force, man. I'd turn around there, you know, and he's like 21 or 20, I mean, 20 years old at the time, you know, and, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I got, I got to see so many incredible things. I mean, one of the most amazing things was with Eric Furman and Redman. We were in Newark and hanging out with them and they went to this block party and, you know, Redman starts, you know, freestyling to the astonishment of everyone there. They couldn't believe these guys were there. I mean, they just could, you know, and, you know, and, and people are stepping up to, um, you know, on the mic, I mean, you know, uh, you know, to, to Redman, and he's killing them all. Anybody, you know, I mean, he was unbelievable. I really showed me, like, uh, the guy, that guy, uh, an amazing, amazing artist and, and talented uh, freestyle artist. But, um, yeah, See, I, I mean, I got, I got a lot of the, you know, you know, being with Biggie, opening up the plaques for the first time. You know, like, I think it was like that moment where I got to see him really enjoy that he had made it. You know, like, wow, you know, you know, yeah, here are my plaques, you know. And, you know, he was playing it down a little bit, but you could tell how thrilled he was to be in that situation, you know. That That's monumental, man. That's something that a lot of people can a lot of people's not going to be able to say, you know. So that, man, I know that has to have you levitating, you know, saying floating on a different atmosphere when you really realize that, you know, because that was special, man. That was something that's not going to yeah. get duplicated, bro. You know, and I mean, you, you were smart enough to know that, that hey, hey, listen, man, this, this is something I need to capture. You know, not a lot of people captured a lot of things. Even when I watched the uh, Kanye West documentary, and he caught some early footage of his life, and I was like, how did he know he should have caught that footage? And I said to myself, I lived a life similar to these guys. I should have caught that footage, and I never thought about it. We were just living. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's all we, that's all we were doing. Yeah. Me and Sincere, we were just we was existing. We was mastering our craft. We were getting better at it. We was um we were meeting people. We were networking. And we were just. Since I can tell you, I I did some stuff up in the city that I wish that I did get the footage of. 
I've ran through yeah. ciphers, yeah. and we we did some interviews with some artists that we never seen again, and we really re- wished we had some footage of the amount of things that we accomplished throughout the time. You know how many people we met. I mean, in, in studio sessions and stuff like that. So you know, I really, I really am glad that you did what you did. You know, and I want to say thank you. It's, some, it's etched in stone. You know, nobody can get rid of it. And it's some some great footage that you caught of some of our pioneers, man. Some of the greatest MCs in in the game that you just mentioned that is not here no more. And man, thank you, man. I just I got to I got to get off. Hey, that means a lot to me. Look, I'll talk to you all day. I got to pass you back to Cynthia. I will talk to you all day and all night. I'm sorry, but I appreciate you and uh, salute to you, man. And, And anything else you put out, please let us know. Please let us know. Well, well, guys, I hope you guys have checked out, like, you know, I also did the Beef, Beef 1, Beef 2, Beef 3. I don't know if you've ever oh, seen, seen those. Yeah, seen yeah, 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 yeah. So I, dir- you know, I directed all that stuff. I, I did Thug Angel on Tupac, and I did uh, uh, Notorious B.I.G. on Biggie. So, I, you know, I've done a lot of stuff in hip-hop, you know. I mean, Man, I, you, need, um, you, need to come, you need to come do a live in the Dirty Basement with us, bro. You need to, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. You need to. We need to talk about that behind the scenes, man. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I mean, particularly the beef. I got a lot of scores on that one, man. I tell you that. That was a whole nother thing. Um, I know. Yeah. I've seen all of them. I've seen all of them. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you know. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. Yeah, but. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You know, um, but, you know, just going back to Ryman Reeves, and now there's a book that has the photographs. I know these photographs are so fantastic. You know, um, I'm, I'm really proud of the photographs, and I think it really captures the real flavor of the movie. If you like the movie, you're going to love the book. All right, think no about doubt, doing no an audio book. Think about an audio book, too. Yeah, you know, one day, one day, you know, um, I might put something like that together. But I, I don't know, you know, yeah, yeah, I maybe, maybe, I, that's a maybe with a question mark. <laughs> I no doubt. I appreciate you, Mr. Roy. All right, Dirty Basement Radio. We're in the building with our guest, I right, uh, author and uh, creator of the documentary, uh, Rhyme and Reason. Peter Spryer is in the building with us for a few minutes. You know, Dirty Basement alumni, a former former host here on Dirty Basement Radio. Jazzo is also uh, in the building with us. Let me see if I can get him connected for a minute. Uh, see if he has some thoughts. Hey, Jazzo, how you doing? Peace, peace, peace. What's up, bro? All right, all right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you've been tapped in for a minute. You hear the conversation. Anything you want to add? I'm over here stuck. You you know I ain't never quiet. I'm like, and you and Mr. Rawdon took y'all done took everything. Y'all done said everything already. But um, <laughs> welcome to Dirty Basement. As, as one of the alumni and one of the um hosts on here that's coming back soon. Yo man, keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. Everything Thank you, you Thank did you. and have done and are yet to do. Blessings to you. Blessings to you, man. So just like uh, Mr. Roll said, you got to do something with Dirty Basement, man. You got to come on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you know, I'm not or, that way, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, or, you know, or, you know, or at the very least, you know what I'm saying, next time you're going to be, 
you know, uh, anywhere, you know what I'm saying? We can def- definitely pop out to some, you know, some event, you know, if you're going to have some, you know, some screening of it, uh, you know, because, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's done past uh, 25 years. It's going to be it's going to be hitting that 30 year mark soon. So I'm quite sure there'll be, a, you know, a number of uh, different, uh, uh, you know, celebrations to go on. And, you know, uh, you know, you're still a, you know, you're still a young man. So uh, uh, we expect you to be doing a lot more work and, you know, different, different projects in the future. You know what I'm saying? Now, speaking of that, is there, is there anything that, you know, that's coming up that we should be looking for? Well, I know DJ, I'm talking to DJ Alert right now um, to do something in New York. We're trying to figure that out. Um, you know, the hip hop museum that they have there. We're trying to put that together. Okay. Um, I don't know the details yet, but I know they want to do something. But if they do, I'll definitely let you know. All right, fantastic. I definitely uh will definitely keep uh, you know, my uh you know, my ears up, you know, for that one. All right, once again we're in the building with uh Peter Peter Spryer. Uh, author of uh, Rhyme and Reason. Uh, we definitely appreciate you coming through, man. You know, definitely, uh, you know, okay. fantastic, fantastic conversation. All right, I got another one of my folks in the building. Let me get him connected right quick, see if he wants to say a couple of words. Uh, A1, how you doing, my brother? Hey, how's everybody doing today? Definitely um, appreciate everybody coming through, definitely. Raw, Jazzo. Dirty basement, the whole entity, um, especially you, man. You know, Rhyme and Reason was definitely a good situation, you know, for hip hop. You know, and you gave you gave a lot of diversity with with the movie. I, I definitely watched it definitely, um, and I just wanted to just let you know real quick, man, that we as hip hop, you know, people that's in hip hop, that's hip hop, we definitely appreciate you know different outlooks that you gave with the hip hop nation. You know, I definitely appreciate that. You know, the whole A1, A&D Corp record label appreciate that, too. But I just wanted you to just give some advice for those that's, you know, trying to do the same thing that you did with hip-hop today and today's hip-hop. You know, I was hopeful that you would spread some advice with that on, on, on achieving that goal and that ability. Well, you know, I, I think that there's some things that are easier, like the gear, you know, like like – for us to get high-quality imagery, you know, you had to shoot in film. And it was so expensive. And, you know, if you see Rhyme and Reason, we probably shot that with every film stock ever made because, you know, I, I would go to production companies that had film in the refrigerator that was left over from some shoot and, and, and use that. You know, I mean, we, we were really, you know, you know, struggling financially to get that thing done. So that part of it is easier. The harder part, which is maybe even more important, I'm not sure you could make a rhyme and reason today. Because back then, you know, hip-hop wasn't, it was big, but it wasn't what it became. And, you know, when I was in it, you could still de- deal with directly with the artists. You know what I mean? You know, there they weren't that many level of people and you know, uh, it, they were more accessible to be able to tell that story. Today, I, I, you know, with all the managers and agents and everything like that, I, I don't know. I, you know, I don't. I, I think it would be tough to pull off a film kind of like Rhyme and Reason. But you know, given the right situation, who knows? You know. Um, but you know, if you've got a vision, you know, I had a vision to tell the story. I, I, I really felt like people didn't understand the culture of hip hop outside of the hip hop world, you know, and I wanted to, I wanted to 
you know, be the guy that helped help create awareness for that. And, um, you know, I think the main thing, if you want to be a filmmaker, you got to have a vision. You got to have a vision for what you want to do, what you want to say, and, you know, and, and make sure that, you know, you, you follow through on that. You know, a lot of people talk about making films. A lot of people, you know, make attempts at making films. You know, making a film is really difficult. I'll, I'll tell you right now. I mean, you know, the time away from your family or the time away, you know, I mean, it's a full-time, 24-7 commitment when you're in it. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, and then you've got to be a good filmmaker. You know, you've got to be able to tell a story. And those things are tough, man. You know, I always tell people, like, you know, when they want to make a documentary or a movie or whatever, Try to tell somebody a story, and, you know, do they get bored after a couple of minutes? Well, now you got to think you're going to tell somebody a story for an hour and a half, you know, and keep them interested and engaged. So, you know, I, you know, I, I, got, I had the privilege of working on music videos, doing, you know, industrials and commercials. So I had – you know, and I did a short subject documentary that went on to get a lot of acclaim. So, so I had, you know, I didn't just start out making a movie. I had a lot of um, preparation and and opportunity to create other things before I made Rhyme and Reason. Uh, Rhyme and Reason was my first, you know, full length documentary film, but I had made a lot of films before that. And I had a lot of filmmaking experience. And I would just say to anybody, like, make some short films first. Make sure that they're good. You know, then step up, you know. All right. Does we that definitely help? Appreciate, yep. I definitely appreciate that advice. Definitely appreciate those words. I want to give a big shout-out to everybody who's in the building. A uh, big shout-out to uh, K-Swiss. I see she just tapped in a couple of minutes ago. A uh, big shout-out to Black Caesar. He's tapped in online. Now, I have a 347 area code that's been in the building with me for a minute. Uh, let me just see if I can get them connected, see if they got something they want to say. We appreciate the support. 347, you're live on the air with Dirty Basement Radio. What's good with you? 347, you're live. Now, I guess they just want to hang out and check out the show. We definitely appreciate the support. So, uh, you know, once again, Mr. Spires, definitely been a pleasure to have uh, you with us. Uh, you want to give out your... Uh, uh, social media, any other information you want to get so people could, uh, you know, stay up to date with what you got going on? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you can check us out on Rugged Entertainment, uh, Rugged Instagram, Rugged Facebook, Rugged, uh, I don't know what else I have. Um, I usually, you know, we have a TikTok, but, you know, mainly Instagram and um, our website. Okay, okay. Well, I got I got one last call I think wants to jump in the conversation before I do let you go. Uh let me see if I can sure, get this sure. uh Yeah, let me see if I can get this uh this this caller connected. Uh 917. I think this is I yeah. think this is Black Caesar as a matter of fact. 917. What's good with you, Black Caesar? Yeah, what's good? Yes, this is Black Caesar. And I was just doing a little bit of looking into uh, uh Peter Spira and I wanted to ask him this. If we're talking about the same person, uh, you started out uh, being born in New York City, and you started out with a, a, a rock group called The Toys, and you used to play with Joe right. Jet and uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Listen, yep. I'm not sure. I'm not going to get into the age part, but 
that was kind of the uh, uh, punk and pre-grunge scene in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. And that that's how I kind of came up, you know, I'll I tell you, the first show I saw, um, I think it was Public Enemy's first, uh, they were opening up for the Beastie Boys at Nassau Community College. Um, right, and okay. Uh, man, I, I mean, I never saw anything like it, man. I mean, you know, so although as a guy, I, I, you know, look, I, I'm in music, I'm in rock and roll music, but I, I definitely connected to what was going on. You know, I mean, Karis One, you know, EPMD, all that kind of stuff that, you know, I was my, my legacy, public enemy. God, I mean, I, I never saw anything like it, you know. Right. So that's that's what I wanted to ask you, because I was kind of into the same thing. I played in a, a bass guitar in an interracial rock band, and I was coming in on the beginning of, of the hip-hop music, and I thought it would be good on playing bass and drums instead of sampling a lot of music. How did you, or what made you segue and get from uh, from the rock into hip-hop? What was, what was the, uh, you know... Well, the thing I, you that, know, the uh, shows I was, I, you, you know, I just got connected to the music. I mean, I, you know, as I said, I went to see the Beastie Boys, right? You know, because they had that, you know, big album out, and I wanted to go check it out. And then I see Public, you know, I didn't even know who Public Enemy was. I mean, I don't even think the record was out yet. It either was dropping a few months after that or, you know, a few months before it. I, I can't remember, but... My God, I, I never saw that much energy in a show before, you know. I mean, and, and I just became huge fans after that. Yeah, well, I, I noticed, though, at that time, a lot of those groups between the punk and, and hip-hop used to hang out together. There was a, a old church that they used to do uh, shows at somewhere, I think, around, like, 6th Avenue and uh, 23rd Street or something something like Lime that, 21st, Light. 22nd. Limelight. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That yeah. was one of my oh, hangouts, yeah. and that was surprising to see the, you know, the punk rock groups and the hip hoppers that were hanging out in there. You know, I mean, there was a lot in common, in my opinion, you know what I mean? Uh, they were both, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, on the edge, you know, of, of, of the mainstream. They weren't, you know, they weren't, you know, they were different. They were, you know, what your parents hated. You know what I mean? It was, it was like perfect. It was, it was like, you know, um, gosh, you, I, you guys are, you guys are probably too young for any of this. But man, like when I was, I mean, when I was making the film, people are telling me, "Why, why are you making a film on hip hop? This is a fad." I, I mean, people were still talking about hip hop being a fad in the '90s, as you can imagine that. You know, like, like it wasn't yeah, going to be here very long. You know, I mean, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know? um, but, you know, people felt that way, you know, so it was sort of, you know, just like punk, you know, I mean, people are like, oh, you know, um, it's not real rock and roll. These guys really don't know what they're doing. And, you know, the punk thing kind of came out of like people who didn't have a lot, you know, the instruments weren't right. like the best instruments. They were like whatever they could find. So it wasn't like, you know, these big rock groups with all the money in the world, you know, they, these guys were doing their own thing and, you know, just like in hip hop, like using a turntable for an instrument, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because I remember seeing some groups like the R's and whatnot down there at the limelight, and guys were just basically playing like one chord was the whole song. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, right, yeah. Sure. But uh, sure. one last question for you, because this is what I kind of thought that, like you were saying, there were so much similarities between people that didn't have at the time. A lot of the bands were just garage bands coming out of Long Island. Hip-hop guys were coming out of the Bronx and Queens. But it seemed to me that they were forming a, 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 a lot of similarities together and forming a force in music in New York City at the time. And I think the industry kind of didn't go for that and was tearing it apart because then all of a sudden punk kind of turned into grunge and the whole separation came about and, and hip hop started getting more uh, violent and going into a, more of a gangster uh, thing. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. Now you're talking about a couple of different things and look, I, I, I mentioned earlier on the show, I, I did, uh, I did these three films called beef, beef one, beef two, beef three. And we really go into in, into uh, in beef, we go into why you know it, you know there was more violence and stuff. I think a lot of that had to do with record companies. You know, you know, right. hip hop at its core is maybe the first art form that embraced the spirit of competition. Like you didn't have that in any other art form before. I mean, hip hop was specifically like who could break better, who could put a better graph up, who could DJ better, you know what I mean? So it was built into the art form. Now you have a lot of money, and you have hip hop artists. Now when they diff each other, which is part of the culture, you know, if one guy gets diffed, he could lose his place. You know what I mean? And and he might even be cool with it, but the people behind him aren't. And you know, so it, it, you know when money got into it, it it, cha- it changed everything, in my opinion. Well, you know, now Peter, I, I I disagree with you on that one point a little bit that I don't hear too many people uh, mention. I was born in '52, and that time during the '60s, there were a lot of stuff going on. '67 going into '70 uh, with the civil rights uh, movement, and you had guys like the last poet and Gil Scott Heron, that there was a message that they were trying to get out and they were talking it that started to be like the foundations of hip hop where it was about getting a message. And this was the way that people had to, you know, like like the, the, the griots in Africa to get a message to their people before it started going off into the uh, break and, and, and the beats and and so on with the uh, with, with the, uh, the turntables, and that's one part that I don't think is acknowledged too much is what guys like the Last Poets had to do with starting yeah, uh, hip hop. You, you know what? I would agree with you there, man. I, I, I absolutely think that uh, they were phenomenally influential. You know, look, as a documentarian, there are a lot of different ideas of like the inception of hip hop and and all that kind of stuff, but you can't deny that, you know, people were competitive, you know, that people were, you know, on the mic, you know, who could, who could, you know, rock the mic better, all that kind of, I mean, it's just part of it. And I I don't think that that's a bad thing. I mean, you know, some people say it was an alternative to being, you know, as an alternative to violence, you know, you know, do something different, do something artistic. 
And I think that that, um, you know, is part of the legacy. All right. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. Big shout out to Black Caesar for uh, bringing out a couple of different couple of different aspects. We definitely appreciate that uh, contribution. Uh, well, Mr. Spryer, uh, we definitely appreciate you uh, coming through and spending so much time with us, and uh, you know, giving oh, us yeah. uh, some some additional perspective. You know, uh, you know your perspective. Uh, you know, on your uh, history and you know your experience. You know, with uh, you know with hip hop and uh, you know the opportunities that it, it gave you to document a lot of you know a lot of things that we had the op- opportunity. To uh, you know, to uh, be able to see then and and now. So you know, you're definitely welcome here on the Dirty Basement anytime. You have anything uh, new that you want to bring on the table, or you just want to stop in and say hello? You know, what I'm saying you're definitely welcome anytime. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you uh, giving me a look here, and you know, as I say, if if you if your audience is they get an opportunity to get the book, uh, I I think they would love it, man. You know, uh, the book is. You know, got got photographs in there of that time that you know, as what one of your guys said, um, you know, you can't go back and film that stuff. You know what I mean? It, it's what, you know, it it is really an archive of that time. Absolutely. Um, is the book available on Amazon? Yeah, as a matter of fact, Amazon is almost giving the book away. I don't know what my publisher is doing, but. It is so inexpensive on Amazon right now. Um, it's literally half the price of what it was when it came out. Um, I don't know if they have some deal or something like that, but I've actually been, you know, it's cheaper for me to send it to people than to, uh, I mean, to buy it and send it through Amazon than it is to ship it right now. So, okay. you know, um, yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. Well, thank I you so much, in the building. Once again, thank you so much. Rhyme and Reason. I, the book is available on Amazon right now. Everybody go and get that. Get that right now. And if you haven't seen it already, make sure you see that documentary. Definitely a fantastic uh, look back. You'll definitely, uh, you'll definitely enjoy it. Mr. Spry, thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. All right. Take care, man. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. All right. Dirty Basement Radio. Let's uh, jump into some music, and then we'll be right back. Uh, Legendary Fife haven't played this one in a minute may peace be upon his soul this is nutshell um Realize, we adjusted, refocused, we analyzed. 
what's real First bullshit Had to refuel, reactivate to reemerge Reevaluate, recalculate Bitch, I return Redefine, re-energize, get reacquainted Rhythm incorporated Roots, we made it Invulnerable, inviting, invincible Inventive one, which leads most inviolable Get involved, invest in these youths Can invigorate, induce that all realness Insecure, nah, all like inhumane It's not a game, shut your mouth Use the inner voice, stay in your lane Inaugurate those with incentive to want to innovate Insistent that those who inspire, we will initiate What? And that's just me in a nutshell Nutshell, nutshell, nutshell Ha! Fight dog in a nutshell New York finest in a nutshell Sudan, the god of sound. I'm Hi, a hip hop artist. Hi, Sudan. Hi, Sudan. Yeah, um, so my problem is, I mean, we started this. Yeah. We started this with, you know, the sweat and the tears and the blood yeah, no trying doubt. to make this hip hop work. Make it work. And now, listen to it now. Whoa. What the hell is that? Damn. Either they mumbling. Whoa. Or they talking about killing everybody. Oh, man. It, it just doesn't even make sense. This is not what hip-hop was supposed to be. Yo, calm down. We had rules to this shit. Okay, all right. Damn. You respected your elders and you sat down wow. when you needed to sit down. True. And you laid down when you needed to. Right, right, right. But now it's just out of control. Wow. Yo. Yo, my man, yeah. you might have to be the one that brings it back. Wh- why are you encouraging this, nigga? You know what? Uh, you uh, know what, Smitty? Yeah, yeah. I think I will. Bounty Hunters. Bounty Hunters. Sedan, the Thank you for letting me share. Southside South Queens. Queens. Queens in the building. Yeah. Brooklyn. Just like crackheads and lighters 
keep it quiet before the riot. Uh-huh. People live in the hood and the ghettos and deny it. Yo. Innocent bystands, clans and real men, crews with money in hand, 100 grand. Yo. No games and don't slang games, but they keep it grimy, keep the 32 and real niggas behind me. Uh-huh. I spit the truth to the youth in the booth. I'm real to catch the guards on the loose. Yo. You damn by association, fuck your reputation. Reason complication gets the translation. For my niggas, for my niggas, for my niggas, for my niggas, I kick ass. For my niggas, for my niggas, for my niggas, yeah. I wanna shine like the sun do. Play cards you dealt when you're born in this jungle. But some do, they rise above the rest. Or be a wolf, pack a gun, and wear a vest. I pass the test, I ain't afraid of death. But taking my last breath when the guard punch the ticket. I choose not to live wicked. But my finger itches, dirty bitches, scheming on riches and doing dishes. Digging in Christmas, we see sex and snitches. The stupid stitches, the damn is so vicious. Dead witness, hip hop god and kingpin. At the funeral, some sing most kids the ring. Yeah. I got that East Coast swing. My South persona, avoid the drama. That good marijuana. All gas and premium on the premises. I'm in the condominium, putting condoms in your women friends. Count the ten or put send. Yeah, it's me again. It's me again. I kick ass. My niggas, all my niggas. My niggas, for my real niggas. I kick ass. Yo, for what's for my niggas? For my real niggas. Uptown nigga, I kick ass. Yeah, for my niggas, my real niggas, my real fucking niggas. Dirty, 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 dirty. Yeah, no doubt, Dirty Basement Radio, you know, in the building. Another fantastic interview for the archives. Fantastic interview for the archives. Big shout out to rocking out with us. All right, fantastic talk with that young man. A lot of history, a lot of history. All right, big shout out to everybody in the building. All right, let me get our A1 back to back connected. I think it's the first time he's been in the building for the new year. All right, A1, what's the good word, my dude? What's the latest? What's going on? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing. How's everything going? What's moving out there? You know what I'm saying? Well, we always moving and shaking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, trying to pick up the pace on a couple of things, you know what I'm saying? Making my spell, you know what I'm saying? Applying pressure, you know what I'm saying? You know how we do. That's a fact. That's a fact. What's up, Mr. Raw? You? <laughs> What's good? What's good? You already hey, man, know. Man. What's up, my fella? What's good, my fella? Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Yeah, definitely. Blessed New Year to everybody, man. Dirty Basement Entity. You already know everybody that be sliding through. Definitely, man. Definitely. What's going on, that, though, Duke? You got to drop that song, man. You got to drop that song, man. Yo, listen, that's listen, listen. You got to drop yeah. that now. It's time. You're playing. Listen, listen. I got listen. I'm I'm working on something right now. I'm in I'm in NC right now as we speak, trying to put something together. And um, but that song though, yeah, that song. I'm I'm gonna take my time with that one. That song is tough, but I'm gonna let I'm gonna let that marinate for a little bit until I can connect all the dots on that one. Okay, okay, and then we got to, we got to, we got to connect dots too. I let you hear some things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that, yeah, you, know, you got, you definitely got some work. I ain't gonna hold you, so we definitely gonna link up. You definitely know, you know well. Now you know where I'm coming from with it, so you know where we're going. That's all. That's that's that's, that's how you got to connect the dots. Once once you let that somebody part. know where you're going with it, 
They may know how you coming, and then we know what kind of game we could play. Are we playing 21? We playing two man, three man, you know, defense, you know what I'm saying? It's that's all in the game, man. Right? I'm loving how it's going down. I'm loving how it's going that's down. I expect this new year. It's a, it's, a, it's a 2024. We got to do some things. You see Sincere is already shining on the fits and doing his thing on the on the visuals. So, you know, we yeah, got to see that. I, mean, I was going to ask him about that. I see that. I see he got the... <laughs> He got the apparel going right now. I'm like, yeah, you I feel, feel him. You feel him? You feel him? Yeah, you know what it is, baby. Ain't that light work? He said that's light work. He said that's light work. Woo! Yeah, I see you him. I see him. I'm respecting him. Did you see the New Year's suit? Did you see the suit? I definitely need one of them sweaters, though. I ain't going to hold you. I definitely need one of them sweaters or something. I ain't going to hold you. Man, the boy was in the suit and everything for the New Year's. Did oh, yeah, that? I peeped that, too. I peeped that. I peeped that. Ooh, I peeped that. I'm sorry Ooh. I missed a couple of shows. for the. Uh, I definitely wanted to link in for the New Year, but I was so caught up with trying to get this new singer right, man, and um, she she definitely working, man. So um, I got like I, I got I got something for you, too, since I got a song called Do Too Much with her on it, man. That thing is a nice little joint, man. You know, something's right. moving easy. You know what I mean? All right, all right, no doubt. I no doubt. We're definitely looking forward to that. But you know, what I'm saying I was I was checking out some of the promo that you was dropping too. Now I was checking out some of the promo that you was dropping for. You know, what I'm saying some of that some of that work that you was putting out. So you know, what I'm saying what's the latest on that? You know, what I'm saying what can we expect? Uh, you know, as we uh, you know, get into this first quarter. Well, basically, um, I got I got um, Mama Set out right now. Mama Set is definitely doing some numbers right now. That's definitely a good thing. That's with uh Space the B plug and my boy NFL Dread. So we we got that out there right now. And like I said, we just signed. How you doing? We just signed uh, La La You, which is our singer, and um she's definitely putting some work and putting it together. So that's where I'm at right now. That's exactly where I'm at. Um, like I said, we did, uh, this big shout out DJ Itchy, big shout out Itchy Pomona, California, man. Love him. Love what he's doing out there. Uh, we he about to drop something with one of the artists that's from A&D Corp too. So y'all is, we, 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 we working, man. We working. We just trying to link up with you right now, Sin and Mr. Raw and, and, and put this thing together, man. All right. That's what it is. All right. Well, we're definitely going to do some things. I definitely got a whole lot of work to do. All right, we're going to get busy in uh, 2024, you know what I'm saying? Keep the ball rolling as always. Let me get our uh, Jazzo back connected. Jazzo. Jazzo, where you yes, at? Yo. Yeah. All right, are you ready to get back to work, Jazzo? Come on, man. You got to, you know what I'm saying, you got to brush the dirt off, man. You got to, you know what I'm saying, you got to brush the dirt off. You know what I'm saying? You got to stretch. If you got to stretch, you got to stretch. You got to stretch. I ain't got to stretch. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready like you know Freddie. i get back to work. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know sometimes, you know what I'm saying, that we just came off of a, you know, brief, actually, we actually came off of an extended hiatus this year, because, you know, because of system, because of system failure, you know, we came off of an, an extended hiatus, and I know sometimes when you be on, you know, hiatus, you know, you start to get comfortable, you start to get relaxed, you start to get lazy, <laughs> All right, and you don't want to go back to work. You want to stay where you at. You're comfortable in the easy chair. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you like that. You know what I'm saying? You like that. All right, but it's time to get back to work. All right, time to you know uh, brush the dirt off. Whatever you got to do. 
uh, uh, you know, lift some weights, you know, jogging, get one of them, you know, old exercise tapes. You know what I'm saying? You got to see your boy Billy Blanks or whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> he said Billy Blanks. you got to do. <laughs> All right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yo, listen, that man worked you down, boy. Don't play around with him. He worked you out. That boy was doing it. It is his day. Billy Blanks was doing it for you. No worries. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Okay. So, that was a throwback. Uh, you, know so you, you hit him in the head. You hit him in okay, the throwback right there. Yeah, hit him in the head. I hit him in the head, Mr. Roy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I know, right? He had, he, he had, he had, he had, he had millions of people all over the place doing Tabo. All right, Tabo. He was Word. everybody doing Tabo. <laughs> Word up. Word up, Roy. That boy made millions. Ah, no doubt. You know, Billy Blanks is someplace like, yeah, Tabo, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah. He's stupid. Oh man. He had the world on smash. He had the world on smash. Stop stop fronting. He, he had the world infomercials. Infomercials. Everywhere. Yo, yo, let me tell you something. He was the first black to have the world on smash like the white dude. What's his name? The gay one? Oh, my God. Richard Simmons? Right, right, right. Richard Simmons, Richard Simmons had the world on smash. So then Billy Blanks had to say, wait a minute now. You doing it in your little gay style. I'm going to have to get him black nigga bow. <laughs> I had to give him Tybo and caught the world by smash. Oh, my goodness. Tybo. I remember that vividly too. He was he made bread, and his son yeah, came up after real. him and yeah, made another one. Crazy joint right there. Throw yeah, back real quick. Big shout out to Billy Blanks. All right, we ain't forget about you. We ain't forget about you. We remember all of that. You know what I'm saying? We remember all of that. All right, Dirty Basement Radio. We're gonna jump into some more music, man, for a couple more minutes, and then we're gonna we're gonna out of here. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely got a couple more joints. I just want to blaze. Once again, big shout out to A1. Uh, we blazed one of his joints a little earlier. All right, but I think we'll blaze another one. For some reason, I don't have that mama said loaded up in here. All right, I don't know why. I don't know where that. Uh, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought we had that. I thought we had that one up in here, but apparently it's not. All right, so we're going to, you know, so we got some joints from him. So we're going to, hmm. All right, I already played Death Before Dishonor. Alright, so I, you know, I guess I'll free join. I guess I'll rock with this ghetto gospel. Alright, Dirty Basement Radio, we'll be right back. Times when you will push up on it early mornings, make you 
breakfast for a nigga after fucking Yes, I love her, but she know I never need it Though I wanna, I'ma show her what to do So she won't need a nigga for nothing I'ma get it how I get it Pull your cards, no need for bluffing I'ma ace a spade, nigga Didn't cut her off for nothing You can see me when you see me If you don't, don't get the cousin Yeah, I hate it, but I love it Cause she know I get the fussing I just wanna make your day bright While we love in the dark Got you thinking about the times While you be trying to play a part Cause I told you in the way That got you coming back for more Don't you ever say I'm never there That early morning love
This your girl Kaya, Thug Mrs., Miss Neck and Back, and you're listening to DJ Sincere in the original Dirty Basement Studio, NYC, real talk from a real woman. For my reach goals, all right, for real, for real, right? Drop from the legendary Kaya. Now, if you go back into the archives of Dirty Basement Radio, uh, you'll find a classic interview that we did with her also. Now, the funny thing is, y'all, I was, when I came across that song that I played uh, right before I played that drop, I came across something else. Somebody had found that classic interview that I did with her and reposted it on their page, all right, which was cool with me. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of flattered. And, um, you know, I, I, I came, across, came across that. It had a, you know, had a few views on it, you know, whatever, whatever. And um, it's just kind of funny sometimes when you, uh, you know, Google yourself if you never Googled yourself, or sometimes you just might, I wasn't even Googling, I, you know, uh, it was just, you know, associated with, uh, you know, it, it, it was associated with, you know, uh, me looking for or coming across the uh, Kaya song, you know, the uh, body uh, song that I just played or whatnot, you know, Mr. Roth, you know, that, that kind of surprised me, somebody had found that, found that classic interview uh, that uh, we had did with, with Kaya and, um, you know, reposted it on uh, on uh, YouTube. Nice, nice. Send me that link so I can go check that out. I like I like to sometimes go back in the archives and listen to some prior shows. Sometimes when I'm here doing things, I listen to some shows from 2014, 2009, 2000. I love doing that. And sometimes uh, we, we bring back memories of things that we didn't even remember that we did or songs that we broke or people that we interviewed. So I like things like that. So send that link to me if you can. No, I definitely, definitely see if I could, uh, you know, pull that, you know, pull that, uh, pull that back up and I uh, shoot that, shoot that over to you. Uh, but yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there and, you know, you know, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of stuff that, you know, uh, has been, you know, uh, forgotten about, you know, has uh, uh, gone down the uh, memory hole, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, so what, you know what I'm saying? It definitely has been, you know, there's definitely a lot 
in the archives. There's a lot in the history, you know, just like you were saying earlier. And, you know, you're 100% right, man. There's, I wish we had the footage, man. I wish we had the footage. You know, um, I think about it sometimes, you know, just in terms of pictures. There's like a good portion, like, you know, the early part of my career, there's no you know what I'm saying? Because I was Mr. Don't Take No Pictures. You know what I mean? Um, it wasn't until, you know, maybe about, you know, 10 years deep or so, you know, maybe a little bit more than that, that I really started, you know, taking pictures and, you know, doing certain kind of things. So, you know, and even and even then, you know, uh, there was, you know, there, there's some stuff. If you go on YouTube, you'll see some stuff, you know, if you really look forward, you know, we were, you know, outside interviewing people backstage at Webster Hall. You know, when we used to run up in our Webster Hall, you know, Pyramid, Bowery, you know, all these places in New York City, you know, some of that uh, don't exist anymore. Exactly. You know, you know we, what I mean? We had quick visit, man. We had took Karma. To those, those things were fun, man. And we had been able to do those things, man. Yeah, we had fun. We you had know, fun. Place, yeah, no doubt. All these places, all, the, all these good people, you know what I'm saying, that we uh, came across, you know, unfortunately, some that, you know, uh, uh, aren't with us, you know, anymore uh, either. Some people that we lost along the way personally. So, you know, uh, definitely, you know, definitely a lot, long time, a lot of history, a lot of movements have been made, you know, but we definitely had a lot of, you know, definitely had a lot of good times also. You know, that's definitely a fact, definitely a fact. All right, Dirty Basement Radio had a fantastic show today. All right, once again, big shout out to our guests, big shout out to everybody who was uh, in the building uh, with us today. Uh all right, big shout out to that three four seven number. I think I've been seeing them for the past couple of weeks. They've been tapped in with us, checking out the show, rocking out with us. I'm glad that you. Uh, I hope that you are enjoying uh, what you've been hearing. All right, you know what I'm saying. And, uh, I would imagine so. You know what I'm saying. You've been rocking out with us. So, uh, they are. They're my people, but they don't want to say nothing because the, the background of where they are is too loud. They're at work, so they're saying they're just checking us out. They've been listening and appreciating. They wanted to recommend some music or whatever, but they, their background is too loud. And I told them that it, it would sound too too busy for them to even be able to get a word in edgewise because they're at work at the same time. But they definitely listening. They enjoying the banter. They they enjoying the the uh, conversation and everything and the music like that also. All right, no doubt. All right, well that's what it is. I would big shout out to them for, you know, being in the building and uh, should the opportunity, you know, present itself, I'm quite sure they'll, uh, you know, jump on the airwaves and join us and join us. All right, a couple more minutes before we skedaddle, so we're going to get on here, uh, get on out of here at the bottom of the hour today, uh, get out of here a little bit early and see what's what. Uh, I think they were supposed to have, you know, some, uh, I think they actually, you know, canceled some 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 football games, man, so it'll be uh, some football this weekend, I think. You know, uh, they canceled it because of you know bad weather. Now, Mr. Raw, you're still uh, you're still in Florida, right? You're still in Florida. Yes, sir. So yes, right now, Miami. what part of Florida are you in? Miami. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. You're Miami. That's what it is. That's what it is. Now, I remember you was you know used to talk about you know the iguanas and whatnot, uh, but you said that you weren't. You know, what I'm saying you weren't in the vicinity of the you know iguanas you know anymore. Um. Now, I actually, now, sometimes we don't, you know, uh, have a proper understanding sometimes of actually how big some of these, some of these creatures, some of these creatures are. Now, I saw, I saw some pictures of, of, of some of the ones that, that seem quite, quite large. Like, now, the ones that were in, you know, your vicinity, like, you know, like, uh, what size would you say that they were? 
Let me tell you something. Including the tail, all right? Let's just do it that way because I, I, weigh, I weigh a size 13 shoe. So including the tail, they would have to be about 15 inches long, some of them. The biggest one I've ever seen had to be at least over two feet plus. And I was, like, frozen by it. I got the picture. I'm going to send you the picture. I was frozen by it because I was like, what the hell? And my daughter now, was there. And I told her to how, take a picture. I said, take a picture of that. Now, how much Now, how much would you think on average that they weigh? Oh, man, that one, that was, that was a good, the one I seen was a good 20, 25, 30 pounds. Okay. Maybe, no, about, about 40 pounds at wow. least. Yeah, man, and the the ones that the ones that I would feed on a regular, they were smaller, so they were about uh, six to eight inches or even ten inches long, and they were they they were by because I lived by a pond, a, a man-made water pond, so they by the water, and they and funny enough, like I said, when I come to feed them, they would come to you like cats or dogs. They didn't they came aggressively fighting for the food, but they they never came towards me, like aggressive towards me. They were there eating amongst ducks and stuff like that, but they would fight each other for the bread. So I would give them, I would give them bread and I would give them other things and they would eat. They don't, I never gave them meat. They don't, wasn't meat eaters. But then yeah. there was some Spanish guys that would come and try to catch them. I oh, guess wow. or to try to sell them or to try to eat them. But they were. I'm telling you, it was. It was. It, I, I gotta. The reason why I, I couldn't say you the full video, I gotta learn how to crop it down smaller. But once oh, I yeah. do be able to send it to you, you're gonna be able to look and see. Like, wow! I even saw a gigantic turtle right by the water, and it was the size, almost, almost the size of uh, a plate on on um baseball. You know, like a baseball plate. But that, but in a circular form, and I was like, wow, when I seen that big turtle, you know, and then, you know, the only thing I was making sure I look out for is the alligators. I ain't want to see no alligators at all. So it's like, you know, iguanas are different. I'm from New York. I, I feed pigeon. I feed uh, a, a squirrel. And then when I moved to North Carolina, it was seeing deer everywhere and rabbits, rabbits hmm. and deer. Yeah, okay. that's why I was like, damn, everywhere I moved to, it switched up. It got you it got, got different kind of wildlife, right? Okay. That's yeah, what it <laughs> but it, it, it was pretty cool, man. It was pretty cool to see that, you know, because right, what right. certain things certain things that we see and we don't deal with on a day to day basis, certain people are like, oh yeah, that's yeah, I see the, the deer. They feed them. Now I okay. did, I didn't get that bold. I didn't get that bold enough to go to feed them. You know, okay. I stayed my distance. Right, I was, no doubt. I, I seen right. one jump over a car. All right. That, now, that, Mr. Roy talking about his, Mr. Roy talking about his different experiences, you know, in different locations with different, wildlife. different wild, yeah. with different wildlife, right? Well, big shout out to you, Mr. Roy. All right, we're gonna R and B it out as we get ready to get out the door. All right, big shout out to all my folks in Florida. All right, this is Jay Shin. Welcome to Miami. Won't you come and take a ride with me? Let me take you on a tour through my city. South Beach is what they talk about. Cross the bridge and you see how I'm living. I'm living, living, living. Oh, what's up today in my head? Hey, hey, hey. 
what they talk about. Cross that bridge and you see how I'm living. How I'm living. Oh, what's up today in my head?
my earth and all. You know you can't leave me hanging like the monkey bars. I'm with the black debarge, a pack garage. Rose Rush umbrella for the perfect storm. I tell them you when they ask me what I'm working on. This the perfect song. Yeah, you dig stuff on. Working on your own. Flirting with your tongue. Your last dude had bread, but he ain't give you a crumb. Uh, Planted seeds and grew apart. Two L's back to back like college park. Got my name tattered on your lower part. I got you two of everything like Noah's Ark. Tyrese, Tyrese. Oh 
that time for us to get on out the door. Mr. Roy, you got any last words before we go? Yeah, I like that joint right there. Put me in a vibe. It's going to give me something to work on. Uh, just trying to, like I said, get all my uh, mechanical things and uh, mechanisms working in tune. And trust me, you will see the difference. And you're going to say, like, okay, I understand why Mr. Roy took so long. And I just got to connect the dots and put some things together. But we're going to... We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do what we gotta do for twenty twenty four. Just uh keep your hands together in prayer and knowing that uh I'm working. I'm working. Behind the scenes I'm working. All right, all right, no doubt <clears throat> all right, no doubt, Mr. Roy. I'm looking forward to having DJ Itchy Pomona back in the building tomorrow. So uh stay tuned for information regarding that. I priest to be back in the building on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you missed any part of this show, you can always check the archives of Dirty Basement Radio. Uh, you can also catch it on your favorite uh, uh, podcast platform. And you can also catch us in syndication during the week. I watch the timeline for information regarding that. Uh, you can check my bio for days and times that you can catch us and stations where you can catch us in syndication. All right, time for us to get on out the door. Big shout out to my dude Jazzle for coming through. Big shout out to Case Woods for being in the building. Uh, and once again, also a big shout out to our guest, uh, Peter, uh, Peter Spryer, uh, author and uh, documentary, uh, Rhyme and Reason. Now, getting ready to get on out the door, going to shut down with the DJ Sincere remix. Uh, that's the DJ Sincere on the set on this one, uh, remix for all of me, uh, the John Legend classic. All right, time for us to go. Y'all take care and be safe. Peace. Peace, you.
Can you give me 